Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies and huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 1233 in Edmonton. Uh, Ryan Rashad tweeting from TSN that the Edmonton Oilers will be in the Oil Kings dressing room tonight. The Flames will be in the NHL visitors room. Edmonton and Calgary preseason action. The lone game in the Edmonton Hub. There's two games taking place in Toronto, and that's where we're going to go next with our Oilers Now headliner today for touchback safety from fall protection to forklift training. Trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is their goal. Uh, he's kind enough to join us. We welcome back to the show Craig Simpson. Hello, Craig. How are you doing? I'm good, Bob. How are you? Good. Did you think we would get to this place? Well, uh, at different times, probably not. Uh, I think there was a lot of skepticism even listening to the players and a lot of their discussion as they finally embarked into the bubble. You know, in phase two and three, they were very skeptical that maybe this wasn't going to be possible. But uh, all in all, now that everybody's made it in and both the West and the East, it looks like the league has done an excellent job of trying to really contain things and put them in a safe environment and uh, it's exciting to get a chance today to see what it looks like inside and get the odd uh you know experience of of being around a game when there's nobody in the stands it'll, it'll definitely be something unique as every player has been talking about but i'm glad to see that they've made it to this point at least well, Sportsnet, as we all know, Rogers, a $5.2 billion 12-year deal with the National Hockey League, and you guys are the point broadcasters in both venues, you and Jim in Toronto, and uh, Louie and Chris in Edmonton. And you know what? I haven't seen the inside of the building, uh, so I don't know what it looks like inside. Now, are you guys, <laughs> can you educate our listeners here, are you guys technically inside the bubble, or you're in a, are you in a separate sort of broadcast area right. in Toronto? Uh, Jim and I are, are not inside the bubble. Um, we are uh, in an area where the media that comes in and out is going to be going as well, so We'll get nowhere near the players, nowhere near the lower part of the building. Uh, we still have to get uh, temperature checked and all that coming in. Uh, I have yet to be in the building either, so okay. uh, we'll get a better experience of it there. But uh, for this point, anyways, we literally will be 
ushered into where our uh, our broadcast booth is, which is down in the concourse by uh, where where fans normally would be sitting. And obviously, that's not an issue now. Uh, but yeah, our our. Um, our ability to get anywhere close to the ice or to the players is, is nil. So, again, they're keeping it very separated between the actual bubble and uh, people like myself who are just coming in and out. Yeah, and again, uh, only the national slash host broadcasters are in for these events. Uh, all right, well, you know, you're a former coach and you're a former player. So we'll get you to put on your player's hat first. Could you imagine what this is like for kind of the guys to prepare for? Because it's totally foreign to the life experience that they've had to date. Yeah, it it is. And, you know, I I think the only sort of leveling off thing for that is everybody's been in the same mode and our entire world has been in something that none of us expected to, to have to deal with. So, you know, players and their families, their wives, their kids, uh, you know, have had to deal with a lot of emotions that are unique to this 2020. Uh, so I, I just think that that sort of changes, the, I think, the mentality of the players now that it's not like it was stopped because of some labor dispute and now you're being forced to do something differently. I think every player uh, is feeling you know, pretty fortunate that, that they're in a healthy place, that they're getting an opportunity to get back and play hockey. And uh, so I just think the uniqueness of this entire year uh, of isolation by so many uh, just changes the way that guys would respond to this. And I, I think everybody that I've listened to, uh, you know, says the same thing. They're just anxious to get back and get actually playing it's unique the fact that one exhibition game, as you know, Bob, exhibition is not something that players typically, especially yeah. veteran ones, want in to do it. But this is so unique and so different. You get one opportunity to get your legs back. I think every player is excited to see a different sweater that they're going against on the other side. And what I'll be interested to watch is see what level of play, how much rust is there for the guys to get off. You know that they're all in good shape, but it'll be uh, something to watch to see the, the level of play and how quickly it'll be able to ramp up once the actual playoffs get going. Craig Simpson joining us in Oilers now from NHL Hockey and Rogers. He's their lead analyst on Hockey Night in Canada. Bob Stoffer with you in Oilers now. So, Craig, who has the advantage here, a veteran team or a young team? I don't think you can really handicap it, Bob. Again, you know, veteran, you'd say, uh, uh, has the experience of understanding how to prepare. And maybe if you're not feeling, uh, you know, at the top of your game, can you play a little bit better? Uh, you'd, You'd maybe give a nod to guys who had more experience. But just as we were talking about before, nobody's ever been through anything like this. So uh, I think for this first round especially, uh, you know, the best of five is is something that we're not accustomed to or this generation of player is not accustomed to. So I I do think that that's the hard one to handicap because you don't really know how how quickly things can change and how quickly, say, a young team might sprint out and play at a high level but the veteran guys might be able to grab their group back. So, uh, you know, if uh, if I was a Vegas odds maker, I, I just think it's impossible to handicap what's going to happen because we don't really know how these players are going to respond in this type of situation. I think Toronto was very close to upsetting Boston the last two years. And if Nazem Kadri had kept his wits about him, yeah. 
Uh, maybe we would have had a different end result. I know my broadcast partner does not agree with me. Others do, but I just, I mean, Connery was a very important player for them. So they're the favorite now in this series. It, like, their experience the last three years in Toronto where they they were, you know, an underdog. And this yeah. year, they're the favorite against a Columbus team that did pull off a massive upset. Uh, when you guys, when you coached against Detroit back in 06, Craig, I, I, I know I told you the story. I said to one of the guys in their staff, the Oilers are all wrong for you. Like that, you know, like uh, like Mickey, you know, in, uh, in yeah. the Rocky movies. He's all wrong for you. You guys were all wrong for Detroit. You, were, you had a better team than people realized. You got a goalie. Your team was fully committed. There was no passengers. The only way, to me, Columbus wins is if they get everybody committed. But you know what? Last year, they found a way to get over the hump there and knock off even a better team than Toronto. What's what, how, how do you sort of see the Toronto uh, series against Columbus? Well, I, I think it'll be important for Toronto. You, you, you always wonder in a series like this, when guys haven't played, will the offense click right away? And, you know, I, I guess when mistakes are being made, you usually look at talented players can make the pay for it. So that might tip things in the way of, of, of the Maple Leafs. But... If your team game isn't all that great, maybe your offense slips a little bit. And, and I think Columbus is that kind of team that prides themselves on being a top defensive team. I think they were third in the National Hockey League. So if you're trying to get yourself into a series, personally, I think it's a little easier to play stingy, tight defensive hockey than it is to be on top of your game making those offensive plays. So uh, I, I do think it's a bit of a scary opponent for the Maple Leafs. But overall, you know, the, to me, it'll be fun to watch, uh, you know, how when Toronto gets themselves into trouble, it's the turnovers that they make and they create offense for their opponent, you know, in needless times. And if they can modify that and keep that down, I think the skilled guys uh, will have no problem getting their legs back, will have really a, a feeling of, you know, exuberance getting out there and being able to play again. And I think that hopefully from Leaf perspective, they feel will give them the edge. But it is a tough opponent, and I, I think a lot will depend on, you know, the goaltenders are the one thing, Bob, I'm sure you've talked about it before. Yeah. I don't know. How are they going to start? <laughs> you know, they haven't seen NHL hockey. They haven't seen all the shots. So I think it's a crapshoot on all those guys to see which goaltender is able to adjust quick enough and get on top of their game as fast as they can. Well, it's funny because I was going to ask you about Montreal and Pittsburgh, and I love Carey Price, but I don't know if I love Carey Price in this situation. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I think Pittsburgh is going to smoke him. Like, the, you know, and and I just, I would actually be concerned if I was on the coaching staff of Montreal that Carey Price, I don't know if he can get to what we sort of expect out of him based upon how he, he even discussed his whole sort of downtime experience. Uh, yeah. what's What's your opinion on that one? Yeah, I, I think it's a very, I think Montreal realizes it's a very difficult matchup for them. And, you know, Pittsburgh is a team that has had, think of not just the two Stanley Cups in the last four years, but they've had injuries, they've handled it, they've got, there's a team that the experience in the playoffs and understanding how prepared you have to be will be an advantage for them there. You can see that Claude Julien is trying to, balance at least for the start anyways balance out his line so he's not you know vulnerable on on say a third and a fourth line and knowing that he's going to have to have some depth and play good defensive hockey to have a chance and but you know the the pride of a player and Carey Price is 
got an opportunity to come in. And, you know, if you're looking for a motivation, it's being another underdog team and being against Crosby and Malkin and a, and a team in Pittsburgh that's expected to beat you and wonder if you can come up with a gem of a series. And, you know, I, I think that's the one handicapping that you can't really make, Bob. But I think what what's special about this quick best of five is it won't take long to find out, you know, how the trend goes. And if you lose one early, it'll be interesting to see the reaction of teams early on. Do they panic or do they, like you see during playoff hockey, get back to working, chip away and have a a long-term mindset. It, It really changes the game having that extra, you know, five game series instead of seven. We know you guys are going to be doing all, you know, all the Leafs games and all the Canadians games. How many of the Ranger Carolina games are you expected to be doing? Uh, I, right now, for us, uh, all those games, the American-American will be the American broadcast okay. on our network. So uh, that being said, if the Leafs are out or that series ends or Montreal is out or that series ends early, I'm sure there will be an adjustment. So in our mind, anyways, we're looking at, you know, at least one to two games, uh, one game a day for sure, two on a couple of days. And if a series ends early, we're just of the mindset that we got to be prepared to, to do whatever game is there for us to be taking. Craig, uh, one quick question on the West, and we're going to hit on something else. But, uh, you know, obviously you're a former winner coach and player. They've got this year maybe the two best players in the NHL. They're rested. They've got great special teams, though. I don't know they can necessarily replicate 113.9% combined. They're way deeper up front now than they were at the start of the year. Um, Can Edmonton make a run, in your opinion? Well, I I think there's no reason to not think it for the reasons you stated. When you've got some of the best best players and, you know, I, I really... What I'll be interested to watch is I, I think any stats or, you know, penalty kill or power play from the regular season, yeah. I, I think you can throw them out. You know, you've got such a uh, – I, I think what happened in the 1920 regular season is irrelevant at this point. But when you do have the top players and you have the ability to, you know, really ramp the game up, I, I think it gives you a chance. I think this early series for Edmonton is going to be important to be – you know, show that you're prepared, be down to business, don't allow Chicago any life. It's one that you don't want them to hang around. you got to be of the mindset of get ready for the actual round one and don't leave anything to chance that, you know, a bad break. You can all remember the bad taste of losing to Anaheim a few years ago. Things can change quickly in a series. So I think it'll be very interesting to watch with the talents of having McDavid and Dreisaitl at that, that top-tier level can they just put the hammer down, be business-like, and make sure that they don't leave anything to chance? I think if they can come out of that, uh, Bob, that'll give you a good sense of how they view going into the next round and the start of the actual playoffs. They, the NHL uh, tried to do everything possible to make sure, look, Edmonton and Toronto are the host cities. They're the hub cities. They are not the home teams. There are 12 visiting teams in each market. But on that note, does Edmonton and Toronto have any home ice advantage here? I don't really think so. I think, you know, every player is not at their home. They they don't have the crowds. They don't have the excitement of their buildings, which in some buildings does make a, a, a huge difference. So uh, I think, uh, you know, as best you can, 
if anything, being in your own home and not being able to see your family and not being able to be in your own bed is maybe even a little mental negative. You know, you're so close to them, but you're so far away. So I, I don't think there's any real advantage of being home. You know that if they're home or away, the dressing room, uh, you know, they've balanced that out pretty effectively too. Uh, I think it's it's a unique, I've heard a lot of players talking about, it's almost like a, you know, minor hockey tournament. You got so many teams in the same hotel. You're going to run into guys. It's a very different mental feel for everyone here. So I don't think it really gives them that that real edge being in their own building. Craig, uh, you go through in a normal year in an extensive run for two straight months where you're working basically every day or second day, uh, and then you spend a lot of your summer involved in charitable. Uh, organizations. I know uh, Special Olympics is something near and dear to your heart. You've got your own personal charity and your own golf tournament. Different, uh, different summer for you th- this <laughs> yeah, past very, year. This is the thirty-second uh, year for my charity uh, a golf tournament for Spinal Cord Injury Treatment Center, and we obviously had to cancel that this year. And you know, most notably, just letting our our sponsors and all the people who have supported us take care of their business, take care of their families. And so it, it's kind of strange for the first time in 32 years to, to not be having, uh, after the holiday weekend coming up, uh, our tournament again. But, you know, you, there's so many groups that have had difficult times. It's hard to uh, imagine the, the heartache for a lot of them. So, you know, hopefully as this year goes along, we'll get – regroup for next year and uh, try to get back uh, as so many of the uh, uh, charities around not just Edmonton but around the country are just trying to get through and trying to help out their people as best they can. Well stated, Craig. Look, we always appreciate your time. Have a great broadcast tonight. All right. Thanks, Bob. Take care. You bet. That is Craig Simpson from NHL Hockey on Rogers. He's our Oilers Now headliner brought to you by Touchback Safety. From fall protection to forklift training, trust the experts at touchbacksafety.com. Your safety is Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Goal. I'm Bob Stoffer along with Brendan Escott. We'll get to the Oilers now. Injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers when we come back. Hi, this is Jajar Kara from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Jajar Kara will be centering 10-time 20-goal score. James Neal and Alex Chason, who had 22 last season. Uh, Neal was at 19. Neal and Chason have been splitting on the Oilers' first unit power play. Uh, which was number one in the NHL during the regular season. But you just heard Craig Simpson say that you can throw stuff out from the uh, 1920 NHL season. I tend to agree when it comes to some of this stuff. 
Um, let's do this, though. We are going to tell you that Roos Chris is the greatest steak you've ever had. It's Edmonton-owned and operated, and it's open from Wednesday through Sunday from 5 p.m. until close. You can head down to 9990 Jasper Avenue. Tell Brendan, Maggie, and Taylor, as well as the staff at Roos Chris, that Oilers now sent you. As we go into the Oilers Now injury report for James H. Brown Injury Lawyers, uh, when accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Trent Brown, Jim Brown want you to stay safe and stay positive. And back in the 630 Chet Studios, uh, we already mentioned the fact Riley Sheehan, uh, no availability today, so uh, we're not going to get clarity on this. And uh, nobody, uh, I guess we'll know maybe in the warm-up if somebody tweets it out from in-house. Uh, but uh, I'd say Sheehan might be, if he was not at practice yesterday, might be out. Again, uh, K-10 Haas would slide into that uh, position in center. Andreas Athanasio along with Josh Archibald. What else do you got, Brendan? Uh, Bruins forward David Pasternak skated with the team in Toronto yesterday. He was only with them one time during Phase 3 before they entered the bubble. He should be good to go moving forward here. Golden Knights forward Max Pacioretty is not with the team here in Edmonton. He's working his way back from a minor injury. Kept him off the ice last week. Considered day-to-day will join them here when he's ready to go. Penguins captain Sidney Crosby, full participant yesterday. Yesterday, uh, not sure whether he's going to go tonight in their exhibition tune-up, but Panthers rear guard Aaron Ekblad is, and he will be set for their qualifying round series. Florida's against, I believe they have the Islanders out east, Bob. He will not play against Tampa tonight. Yeah, it's interesting. Who are you taking in that series? We're going to, by the way, we're going to do this all coming up a little bit later on, but uh, maybe on Thursday or Friday, just wondering, uh, who do you got? And that, that, that that's one that's got a lot of people's excitement out there, right? Florida and the New York Islanders. Yeah, it's going to be an evenly contested one. I mean, what's the X factor there? Is it Sergei Bobrovsky's ability to steal a series? Is it the game-breaking ability of Matt Barzell? Is it Bob Stoffer saying that's number eight on the Bob Stoffer opening uh, qualifier round for watchability <laughs> for playoff series? <laughs> we got a great text here. Hey, Bob, my favorite player from the 1920 uh, Stanley Cup winning Ottawa Senators, Sprague Cleghorn. Uh, well, he was a puck rushing defenseman, scored 16 goals that year and had 21 points. Uh, Frank Neighbor, Jack Dara, and Harry Punch Broadbent finished 1-2-3 in scoring. Uh, they also had the legendary Cy Denony on that team as well. You can, uh, for useless, uh, trivial sort of information, feel free to text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Um, Again, uh, keep texting us during the course of the show. Uh, this one comes in from Greg in Red Deer. I know a Greg in Red Deer. He's really smart. He worked for the Red Deer Rebels for years. Uh, I went to Jasper Place for uh, a year, and uh, Greg was by far the smartest guy in the school and was an honor student at the University of Alberta. Uh, I'm not sure if it's the same Greg in Red Deer. Uh, it's Greg McConkie, but uh, anyhow. Hey, Bob, can you tell me if the camera angles would be better now that there's no fans in the seats? Well, they're going to go I think they have 32 separate camera angles but I can't tell you until I see it like you so uh, I guess we shall wait and see Uh, Greg was also wondering whether or not uh, Broberg reminded me of Oliver Ekman Larson I would say as a 19 year old he was pretty impressive. I'm not sure, you know, Oliver Ekman Larson's a legit number one defenseman in the NHL. If the Oilers can have that at six foot three, two hundred and fifteen pounds, that'd be pretty exciting. Off to a uh, global news weather traffic 
update, uh, and that one is going to be coming down the pipe here in about uh, four minutes' time with David Bowles. I do want to mention we got Mark Spector coming up. Sportsnet spec every Tuesday and orders now for Horse Racing Alberta. They present live racing Friday and Sunday evening out at Century Mile. Uh, currently no spectators as per AHS regulations, but you can go online and watch and wager at hbibet.com. Again, global news, weather, traffic, up next with David Bowles. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.